All right, welcome to the Crest Court Real Estate Hour. Good morning. Is it morning? It is. It is. Good morning to you. Appreciate you guys tuning in today. If you're joining us live, if you're not listening later, uh, please let us know what you think. If you have any questions, um, Dan Butler's with me again today. I think we're going to be, I've, I've booked you in for the next couple of months. Yeah. So we're excited about that. Um, if you have any questions about the show, Dean at Crestcore.com. Dan at Crestcore.com. Dan at Crestcore.com. Dan at Crestcore.com. If you have any questions about the show, you can go to our website, www.crestcorerealty.com. All of our active listings, a little bit of a bio about us and everything. Uh, Facebook, YouTube channel, you can go check out all the old shows. Um, So today is a great one. We've Mm -hmm. talked about this a couple of years ago. So this is um, a a topic that has come back to us, especially now. Um, I did hear this week, I'd I'd like to talk about this for a second as we dive into this. I did hear this past week from a local bank. Well, I read an article about the Fed's not backing as many deals, Mm -hmm. uh, investment deals, that is. So we're going to see probably in in my, you know, I'm not a genie professional economic opinion. That's scary that I'm giving (laughs) that info out. But um, I I believe in Q3 and Q4, we're going to see some dips in pricing. We're going to see some rise in interest rates um, because the feds have announced that they are going, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are going to back less loans. I don't believe they gave a percentage, um, but it's going to be less. I spoke with a local bank here last week, big bank. Uh, Mm -hmm. They bank a whole lot of wholesalers and flippers. And uh, they, this guy said that they were wanting to be at, by the end of May, their qualifications are going to start with, 740 credit score, 40% equity. 40. That's what he wow. said. That seems like a stretch. I think they'll get no deals right. and they probably will lose. If that's how they're going to start, they'll probably loosen that back up. But the times are changing. Yep. You know, we, this is, we've been in a red, scorching, white hot market for yep. a couple years. Yep. I think that is going to change. Um, probably you know in, in the next coming months um and we've got a fire truck going by here there you go so i i think that's gonna i that's think that's perfect for this that's perfect for today that's why yeah. i brought that up yeah. today I've, I've had this info for a couple of weeks but i wanted to wait to the right time and i yep. think today's it today we're going to talk about the five c's of credit yep um becoming bankable are you a bankable client yep. um this you are i i, I want to uh, you know, pump you up here for a second. You are extremely talented at talking about banking the way that you bank terms, mm-hmm. however you want to, you know, go about it because of your years of experience yep. of working the deals. I, I I love the show we did. Your terms, my price, my price, your terms. I saw that last night. I was looking through my folders. Like we need to go back to that one. I love that great, show. It's a great, it's a great way to, to get, revisit. cause, cause I tell you, it's coming in it's going to come back. back. That's right. <laughs> yeah. The, the yeah. having to get creative and get yep. deals done is going to come back in the next six, nine, 12 months. Mm-hmm. So today let's talk about becoming bankable in the five C's of credit. What is the first C of credit that you would say is, is something that we would look at as a client looking to get banked? Well, the one thing I would add that I was thinking about when I was looking at this mm-hmm. list is like the bankers, when they go through, you know, there's banking school, you know, you go to college, mm-hmm. you get your degree and then you go to a, you know, work for a bank. They actually send you like through banking school. Yeah. I can't remember all the, maybe in New Orleans or somewhere in Louisiana. I bet that's a blast. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Some of them don't ever come back. Right. I'm just kidding. Uh, so 
as I look at this, I'm going to have an actually lunch with, and thanks for doing this earlier because I got to lunch with the banker yeah. to keep relationships going. Sure. And I'm going to mention this to him. Like they don't talk about this to the, the clients. They don't mention. They don't mention these five C's. So they're taught it. That's how they analyze people. But they don't tell they them don't that's tell what we're looking them, for. This is the playbook of how do you become a really good client. Yeah. So anyway, all that to say, the first one that's always at the top of my list, and I think, you know, I don't, there's no, specific order they teach it in, but I think character is the number one. Yeah. You know, what is your character? Mm-hmm. You know, credit history. Yep. Um, you know, what's your credit score? What's your credit history? Your track record for paying debt? Um, you know, basically they're going to look at all this stat, this subjective, no, objective yep. data mm-hmm. and just look at what your history looks like and say, are you going to pay? You know, when the going gets tough, are you going to pay? Are you going to pay? One thing too, as you're saying that, I, do they look at, because I've, I've ran into this this week, do they look at how long you pay them? Yeah. Because I think it's a negative. I, I just kind of caught one of this this week. Of how long your debt stays in place. Yeah, to like you're going to refinance it in eight months. God, right. they do a lot of work for that. Right. And they don't like that necessarily. That's right. So, yeah, I mean, they, you know, so you look at Experian, TransUnion, Equifax. You know, I would, I would you know, recommend always having that service. Like, uh, I've had it for a while and, and I actually got it for free because banks had some breaches and they want to make sure that, you know, nothing to negative. Oh, like an you. app on your phone telling you when your credit's been pulled? Yep, mm-hmm. yep. So now I get alerts through email, like somebody's pulled your credit or there's a, an issue, and you go in and click in and find out what's going on. Mm-hmm. You really need that kind of stuff. Yeah, so Especially today. You know, I think I somehow, I don't know if it was through a mentor or books or whatever, but I just knew, you know, from a character standpoint, credit is is, is huge. Yeah. Um. You know, one story that comes to my mind. I was about to tell you. Yeah. Tell that story, the hospital story. Hospital story, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got the idea from a friend. He's like, oh, you know, I had an MRI, $2,000 MRI. And I'm like, I could write a check. You know, I had the money in the bank. Right. And he's like, just put it on a payment plan. and Because it's zero interest. Zero interest. Yeah. Well, unbeknownst to me, they, you know, the bank said, okay. But then they turned it over to a collection agency and they're hounding us. And, Ugh. you know, we said, we got a payment plan. And. My banker called me one day and he's like, hey, man, we're about to redo this loan for you. Your credit score is down 70 points. I lost it. I just, I flipped out. I was so mad. From from the From that hospital. one hit. And so I literally went left, dropped what I was doing, you know, wrote a check, handed it to the bank, you know, maybe I was $1,400 payoff or whatever, and just said, I'm out. And I had to, I showed him a receipt. You went, you know, but then it takes a minute for that to flow back through oh, these yeah. credit reports and stuff like that. Oh, so, yeah. Um, anyway, and then another story that comes to my mind is uh, a good friend of ours. He's actually a competitor of ours, friendly competitor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he, Terry, yeah, Terry. Terry. Yep. And, you know, he went through the downturn years ago, 10, 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. And his partner just ghosted him. I don't know that I've heard this story. Yeah. Like just ghosted him. Out of, and like one like, day just he's gone. Yeah. So like they had this, oh, you know, project that was going under because of, uh, you know, going under meaning couldn't sustain itself. And yeah. I think the partner filed bankruptcy and ghosted him. And he stayed true to that debt and paid off every bank that was owed. It took him years, you know, but he always walked in the bank every year. And um, I'll never forget that story because I think it was seven years that he, you know. It took him to pay that off? To pay that off. But he never that let bank, go. That bank must stay loyal to him too, though. Oh, for sure. But every other bank is going to stay loyal to him because he did the same thing, you know. Because they've heard true. of that and they know that. Yeah. And that's what happened to us. If you really look at, you know, we always joke about, you know, our stories and histories and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. back in 08, you know, we had the relationships with local banks. And I just, I'll just i never forget the banker said, you know, one of our best customers. 
And I'm like, well, I don't, we don't do anything special. Yeah. Why is that? Why is that? And it's like, well, you pay your notes on time. (laughs) (laughs) So simple. So simple. And actually it's the bank I'm going to lunch with today, uh, Triumph Bank. But Mm -hmm. you know, he said the majority of people pay in that window that you have that grace period. And some people pay after the grace period and go ahead and pay penalties every month. And I just, I just never understood. Now, don't get me wrong. Things happen. You know, life, life happens. There's situations, but, situation, but like, I mean, the year, if you really want to be serious about investing, yeah. the character counts. You know, like, and so, always do what you, you know, say what you're going to do. Communicate. I can't tell you how many people that lost their houses in 08, 10, 12. Yeah. If they just picked up the phone, you talked about earlier about picking up the phone. Like, you know, you left that, you left that vendor. Yeah. It's another story. Just we were talking about before the show. He left the vendor because he wouldn't call you back, and it had some other. You know, character, I mean, character issues. So you wouldn't call. Them. I mean, I don't, you know. Yeah. So it's they, amazing. If some people would just picked up the phone and said, hey, man, I'm having a bad time. Can we defer the payment? Can I pay you interest only? Can I do something? They would just go in hiding. So the bank had no recourse except for to go down the courthouse steps and foreclose. It's and so, similar to a tenant. If they'll communicate with us as right. owners I'm gonna work with you all what's day going long. on, especially through I, COVID, I'm way more apt to work with you than if you ghost me and you don't say anything. Well, then I got to right. just got to keep moving on with my business. That's yep. a great example. Um, yep. So that's great. Character is, is one of the biggest ones. And, and what we mean by that is, is how you pay and when you pay. I've set mine up um, at, for automatic payments. Yep. I don't. I have two banks that I'm working with. They they come in on the same day of the month. I let the rent clear from Crestcore Property yep. Management. I give it about three or four days, yep. and then boom, they hit it and yep. collect all their payments. I don't. Just I make it automatic. I used to do it because I only had a few. Now it's the point to where I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like there's payment yeah. due every stinking day. So yep. I just let them. I let them come in and take it. I mean, that literally to your point. If a bill comes in the mail for me, get it out. I get it out. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want. I don't. I don't want to stick. I want. No. I don't want to stack. I don't want ever have a. A uh, period where it's like I have to tell the banker or creditor that, oh man, it got lost in the stack of mail. No, I I put literally yes. go to my desk and that night, sign write it, write it out, write it out, move it done. Mm-hmm. So, all that's character, you know, like how to a bank, yeah, to the bank. That's just I cannot stress how important that is, I especially mean, right now. If they see yeah. you can pay right now through these times right. or whatever, they know you're going to pay when it's good. That's right. Number two C of credit. We're talking about the five C's of yep. credit today, becoming a bankable client capacity. Yep. Talk about what capacity means. So it's measuring the borrower's ability to repay a loan. It's kind of your, you know, how much income you got coming in and how much debt you have and the yeah. debt payments you have. So, you know, if a bank looks at start out, they look at like, you know, the house is it have a debt ratio of 1.1, 1.2 means you're going to have 10 to 20% above the expense ratios as, as buffer. Mm-hmm. As you grow, I mean, they're lumping everything you do into that yes. debt service coverage ratio. So what does that mean? That means your personal financial statement needs to have so much more on the asset side than the liability side. <laughs> yeah. And in and, right. fact, and our insurance agent, Van Menard, who's one of our sponsors, he came yep. by the house yesterday. We were, we're, you know, talking business. And, um, he's like, I do not have, I, I try my hardest not to have recurring monthly payments on anything, on anything. So even a gym membership, he just pays a thousand bucks and, and for whatever, for whatever. He wants. So he doesn't have, we don't want any recurring. He just wants to, you know, and, I'm, I'm a little bit like, that. you know, so same thing, your car payments, you know, now it's interesting as you build wealth, you, you flip this, and that's a whole nother show. Maybe that's a, a follow-up show. Like, what does it look like? Because then you don't want to get rid of your cash. Yeah, you don't want <laughs> Yeah, you want that cash working for you all the time. Yeah. But as you're building cash and trying to build a business, 
you want as much cash as you can. So, you know, we, my, my wife and I got rid of cable 17, 18 years ago. We hadn't had cable since we have Netflix, yeah. but we don't have cable. I mean, there's, you know, we didn't have car payments for years. Yeah. You know, now I moved to leasing and stuff like that, but there's, there's yeah. strategies, but like the whole point is like, you know, eliminate that eliminate. just constant monthly debt. You want to show if you make 50,000 a year, you want to show that your only outflow is the minimum amount, the minimum amount, 20, 30, whatever that number is so that they can see that you have money in the bank for when things go bad. That's, that's what we saw, you know, and I think that's what I'm, I think this is a great show to prepare yeah. us for what could happen with the market. Like yes, when it crashed last time, people shouldn't have reserves. No. So capacity is all about reserves. So all work about, on clearing up those, yep. the gym membership and the, this yep. and the, that work on yep. clearing a lot of whatever you can up. I've tried to be really clean, uh, two car payments and mortgage. Yep. And then the rest of mine is just business debt. Yep. I mean, I don't have, you know, boats and guest houses and stuff like that. I mean, I just right. don't, I don't have it. So I, I, I have followed that rule. Clean up, clean up your, uh, monthly output, even if, uh, because I think, I think what people, it gets a little, um, hundred dollars here, $60 there, $90 here. Yeah. No one really thinks about it until you go back and look at it. And Oh my gosh, you're spitting yeah. out $600 a month on nonsense, nonsense yeah. which creates that income debt ratio. That's not appealing. That's right. It goes lower. That's right. And I think, a little tidbit here, talking about capacity. You know, we're talking about having liquid assets to be able to have the capacity. 401ks do not count. No, they don't. Looks good. Yeah. But you know why they don't count? It's because it's in the market. Well, and it's so hard to get to. Yeah, it takes forever. The you penalties to, and all that. The penalties, then you have to pay taxes. So you could be 60 days trying to get it. Trying to get it. And then you're only going to get, you know, 66, yeah, 60 cents, 56 on the, on the dollar. So yeah. the whole point is like, try to mitigate the probability of default. You do not want to default. That, say that again. Mitigate the probability of default. Yeah. That's what you ought to take away from capacity. Capacity. Mitigate the probability of default. Like, or just to give up. Right. You know, I mean, default means to a lot of things to us. Like that means like not giving back the bank, the house or not just saying, Dean, not just sell these. I, I, I'm, I don't have any money. Yeah. You know, I, I can't pay for that rehab. Just sell it as is and yeah. I'll take my, my lumps. I talk to, so I can't, I can't tell you, unfortunately, how many I do talk to that are like, Hey, I, my, my tenant just left. I got a $9,000 turn. I don't want to spend the money on it. I got to sell it. That means you weren't ready to start investing. Mm -hmm. That, I mean, if I'm being truthful, that means you right. you were not ready or you bought the wrong property the wrong way up front. Yep. Uh, yep. Next C, uh, talking about the yep. five C's. Is it six C's or five? Five. Five C's of credit becoming bankable. The next one we're going to talk about is capital. Yep. Um, how much money a borrower is willing to put towards a potential investment? Skin in the game. What are you? What are? What are you willing? This is a big topic with investors. Yeah. Um, we all. I know you and I are yep. a little bit alike in the sense of I'd love to not put a nickel into it yep. and see if I can still make it work. That's right. Um, talk a little bit about capital, what that means, what, what clients should be focusing on when they think capital. Well, your first example, when you started the show about, before we got into the five C's about where the banks are going to try to go with the 40% down, Yeah, you know, the whole point is the larger per amount a person puts down the, the less risk of probability of that default. Yes. So, cause they don't want to give up that 40%. So the bank is telling you. We do not want that house back. So <laughs> we'd rather find clients that are willing to put that 40% down, which they're going to be very few, Yeah, you know, just because that's the way the game works. But yeah. they, they're wanting to say, all right, if we are going to loan rentals, 
you know, and our buddy Tully, he was that, that way. He was like 50% for a while when the COVID first hit. I was like, COVID, COVID. He's like, yeah, no, we're not going to loan him. You know, <laughs> we're not going to get it. They <laughs> don't want get it. it. They don't want it. At that point, that's what they're basically saying is they're not wanting that, that loan. You know what I mean? Like, and I that's took the it nice as, way of saying it. I took it. I took the, when I heard 40%, the first thing that popped in my mind is, oh, they want 20% from the borrower. Right. Because everyone's finding it at 80%. Right. What they want is that extra 20% down from the borrower. So whereas yep. they used to loan you, you know, 80%, 80% of it, yep. now it's only, and they want that 20% from you to come in. Yep. You know, I think, you know, the, the, with capital and all that, how much you put down, you can withstand the volatility, interest rate changes. Yep. Interest rates going up. I mean, we're talking about going up. Yeah. It's so going up. When a house is on a five year balloon on a 15 year amortization and you're in year three, they want to make sure at the year five, if the interest rate goes 3% up, that you, you can take it. You can take it. So if you've been paying it down and you've got a lot of money in the game, you know, their whole point too is just you don't want to walk away. I mean, it's Van and I were talking about this yeah. yesterday. Like, yeah, like he's like, what do you think is going to happen to all this stuff that we're talking about? Like, he, he I forgot how he said it, but my th- feedback to him was I think people are just going to say, here's the keys. We you saw mean, a lot of that. Like, oh my God. You know, like Tully, you just mentioned, yeah. told me the story of he's sitting there at the bank one day. It's about 9 30, 2009. <laughs> Guy comes in with a Ziploc, Ziploc bag. He didn't say with a few jingling at the bottom, full, full. threw them on his table and had a few uh, curse words yeah. for him and walked out. Yeah. Hey, you keep them. They're, they're yeah. yours now. Yeah. That's walking them. That has to be a liberating feeling. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you don't want to ever be in that situation, but yeah. could you imagine the relief and the, cause you know, you know, he's stressed, you know, yeah. when he's throwing that down and he's doing that, but yes, that <laughs> hope we don't get to that. You know, and I think, so we talked about default. I mean, part of that's the, the, um, you know, be able to handle, we, we talked about, you know, we job losses is another one. Yeah. Renters job, your job loss, the renters job, renters loss. job loss. So you're just trying to be as robust as possible to get through those ups and downs. That's the whole point of the capital. Right. And I've, I've had some people, Hey Dean, I've got 40 grand. What do you suggest I do to it? I can put 40 grand on a $200,000 house or whatever, or, or a hundred thousand dollar house. I don't, I don't, I never am going to tell you take, if you've got 40 grand cash, put it all down on a down payment. You need to buy a different product where maybe you're putting 10,000 down or 20 right. down and you're, you're building uh, you, you know, a nest egg. Yeah. I mean, yep. you just, you're able to withstand it. So that's, we had that as the notes of some of the biggest obstacles. Most people, especially new, don't have enough money sitting around to invest or, or, or to save for it. So yep. uh, make sure you get your capital cleaned up. Uh, the next one we're talking about five C's of credit is collateral. Mm-hmm. What do you think of when you, when you first hear collateral? You know, what are you, what are you putting against that loan? You know, so yeah. it's, it could just be the house itself. It could be you were going to buy a bulk of houses, but like there's not enough collateral there. So you might add in, I mean, Douglas and I did that, you know, you're talking about that no money down. Yeah. We would put in houses that had some collateral mm-hmm. or some equity yeah. and put those as additional collateral yeah. to help to get a deal done. So yeah. it's, you know, um, you know, had the notes here, the better the deal, the more willing the, the bank is to loan it, you know, the quality and the saleability of that product. You know, are you in a B neighborhood, low crime, right. lots of jobs? Are you in, you know, North Haven and <laughs> on the river? You know, I heard Riverside. I heard there's a ton of people investing in Riverside right now. Like that whole Riverside drive, you know, it's like. In 3106? Is it 106, 126? One of those, yeah. Right there off of 40. But um, where, the ga- where the golf course is, the old golf course? Yep. Oh, yep. man. There's people buying right there. Um, guy at lunch <laughs> told me that. How many you got over there? Zero. 
<laughs> I never had. I've never had one over there. Uh, no. The whole point is buying it right, so that you're. Giving, I say that all the time. You know, I, I'll never forget a banker, probably 15 years ago. This is what I loved about you know when you're talking about relationships and you know all we're talking about through here is like a bank that's going to have a win-win relationship with you. You yes. know, and like and you know, this is a sidebar, but like you want banks that are going to try to figure out how to make the deal get done. Yes. But if you have these five C's buttoned up, they're more apt and willing and, and, and wanting to get that. I don't care. I don't, I don't, I'll say this on that note. Yeah. I don't care what market we're in. Mm-hmm. If you have, you know, capital capacity, character, collateral and our last one's going to be conditions if you have all of these things lined up and in order and you go to the bank you're getting a loan right you know what i mean that's right it's going to matter it doesn't matter what market we're in that's right good market bad market good terms bad terms they'll make it work you know we might not like their terms but they'll make make it work if you have all of these things put together and buttoned up you'll be able to go in and get a back i think that's the biggest takeaway from today is you know we're telling you to get your credit uh, situated in the five C's and how to be presentable. Use these five things right here and then go to your bank. And I'd love to hear if anyone doesn't get a loan. I don't care how much money you got or don't got or don't have. If you, if you, if you take care of these situations, you manage your money correctly and you go into a bank and you even, you you can even use these terms, right? Right. I mean, like tell them these terms I've worked on these and this is where I'm at and you present it. I'm almost positive. We're going to come out with a loan. Well, I, I throw an example here and let me see what you think. For collateral, you buy a forty thousand dollar house. You put ten thousand dollars in rehab. It appraises for eighty, and you get a loan for eighty percent of the eighty. Mm-hmm. So sixty four thousand for a house that you got fifty in it. So you got fifteen fourteen thousand more in cost of the deal. Mm-hmm. Or I got fifty k all in, and I, a bank gives me eighty percent of the fifty k, or I get forty. 40. So I got my rehab money in the deal, yes. and they gave me forty thousand on the purchase price. Which one? If you're thinking, you know kind of understand the why like which one's going to have the better chance of succeeding hmm. um i'm gonna say the 50k all in that's right yeah yeah because you you not you didn't over you bought it right yeah and then you didn't over leverage you you leveraged it right so yeah. that's where this collateral piece is such a uh, an important piece of the the the, the equation you yeah know, like find a good house that has equity so think about that man if you got 40k house that are priced for 80, you've made yourself you're 40k wealthier than you were last week. Oh yeah. I just did this last week. I bought a house for 40. Yeah. In Berkeley. It's worth probably 90, and I put 2000 in it. Didn't need much work. Rented it for 900 and moved on. I can't believe you didn't pass that one. <laughs> no, I I lost your number. I was like trying to find it, but <laughs> I can't believe you Stealth didn't pass under that the radar. Home. Where'd that come from? Dan pops Thank up with goodness them. that Tennessee's a disclosure state or we'd never know anything you bought, man. <laughs> All right, right. Five C's of credit. Last the last one, one is yep. conditions. This yep. is where you, you can kind of talk a little bit about your terms, my price, my price, your terms. I don't, yep. the conditions are always important um, on what you're buying and how you're buying it. Talk about, you know, some of the conditions that you, you refer to when you're talking about this. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, I mean, there's, there's conditions could be your terms, uh, it could be the industry, what's going on, like uh, the local market, the economic, local and national. Like we're talking about like yeah. interest rates going up, uh, inflation. I mean, I'm, we're going to do a show hopefully soon with, you know, capital gains and inflation and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Which, it's on the list. You know, got to do a little more studying. But, yeah, you know, I think, you know, they're going to look at the conditions of what's what's out there in the market 
and then they're going to look at what's the the terms they can put together right to to kind of mitigate their their I mean they're I mean they're borrowing money at you know dirt cheap mm-hmm. you know I was telling my wife this this yesterday that you know I'll loan somebody some money money that I borrowed at say say I bought let loaned it at 10% for example mm-hmm. I'm borrowing it at 3% from a bank who's getting it at one percent, you know what I mean? Like it's funny it how keeps it just going all it the keeps way all the way up to the you know <laughs> to the Fed. It's like a wholesale deal. That's right. So, anyway, you know, I think the um, you know, what's you got to look look at? Uh, is it a fifteen year note, a twenty year note, a thirty year note? What's the interest rate? How much you can put down? Um, you know, this is kind stuff. of the least concerning one. Would uh, yeah, you say? Yeah, that's why I was, I was just thinking about that. Like this is. This is the last little piece that you just got to work. Because a lot of this is going to be take, take it or leave it. That's right. You know, you're, you're not going to be do a ton of negotiating with the bank when it comes to their terms. Where this comes in play, in my opinion, is finding the banks that that want to play ball. Mm-hmm. You know, new banks. And this is this is probably we did a show several years ago on this, but like understanding banking relationships. And so I got you know I, I left it at home because I had it this morning, but. You know, I have a list of probably 25 banks that we have some sort of relationship with, mm-hmm. but I know every one of them what kind of their forte or what they don't like to do. I mean, so you know who to go to, who for to go what? to, or you got you know um, this guy. I mean, say Community Bank for example. I remember years ago they just wanted to do 10 year notes, and so it had to be a sweet deal to fit it to fit it that I was anxious and excited about doing a 10 year note. Because I knew I'd paid off quickly and the number still really worked. Mm-hmm. So I remember some in Berkeley that I'd buy for say thirty five thousand, and put it on a ten year note. And it was still you know three hundred seventy five bucks a month a, a mortgage, and then you're, yeah. but you're getting seven fifty a month. So it's still that fifty percent ratio or less. So it yeah. just worked. But anyway, I think that's conditions are definitely part of it. Is you you just have a lot less control over the conditions versus those first four that we talked about. Yeah, I mean, which one do you think? You know, we really talk about this. Which one do you think is the hardest to achieve for, mm-hmm. mm, or to hard hardest to achieve or hardest to work on? Uh, capacity, because sometimes yeah. you, you don't have any control over that. It's right. your money. It's, it's your what money. you make. It's right. you know you can't really control your income. I guess the second one would be collateral, um, because I don't. You have less control of that. I think mm-hmm. the next one would be character. Mm-hmm. You do have more control of that. And I think conditions is probably last. I just. To me, capacity is the one that maybe people are going to have the most trouble with yep. because there's not anything, you know, outside of getting a new job or, you know, windfall of cash that is going to help them with capacity. Collateral might be the next, you know, yep. most challenging, but I would say capacity for me. What about you? I would say the way I would attack this is say character, you know, hopefully some of us are who we are. Yeah. But if you're really thinking about this, really focus on your character <laughs> and what you what you feel is a value and try to make sure that you understand what the banks value and go after that. That's controllable. Yeah, I think I agree with you that that's the most important. Yep. I just think it's the one that you have the most control over. So I, I think the challenges come with capacity versus character. Now mm. we might, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'd, I guess, yep. I guess I'm thinking for myself too. I don't necessarily have control over, over, you know, capacity past, you know, past my income, well, but character, I can yeah. choose to make payments on time. That's right. And and then I would say the collateral you choose which deals you're going to go into. Yeah. So character, collateral, capacity. I think that's an ongoing thing that just uh, you know it does this. Yeah. You know I was telling somebody the other day like it's amazing what twenty years of snowball of just doing the right things and paying down debt and just you know Reputation. Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey talks about that all the time. Like he 
he has that snowball effect with like debt. Mm-hmm. He's like, you got say somebody that got themselves in trouble and they got six credit cards. He's like, focus on the one with you know the least amount of debt. They just start knocking just them out. knocking out. So now you got five left. Well, the money you were using on the sixth one is now available for the fifth one. That's right. And it just snowballs, and then we get the fifth one, and then now the fourth, and it just that's how I pay off the rentals, my rentals. That's right. You know, you get one done, you get one close to done. I'm focusing on my lowest loan right now. Yep. So any money just that I put, I'm putting on the lowest one, then I can take those four houses that are in that loan yep. and start chipping away at my other ones. And you get a line of credit. You can do all kinds. Of, it's just that's crazy exactly how it opens right. up. So, you know, my, my encouragement for everybody is just these are all doable things. Yeah. But you need to be aware of them and be a top of mind and being, you know, I use the word a lot, intentional. You know, like being, yeah. thinking about everything you're doing in this business has to be intentional with your character the capacity, like, so you're working on your balance sheet and your, your financial statement and your bills, mm-hmm. your collateral really think like I had to, God, the other, I mean, how many times we, you and I get in the same conversations about they want that Riverside drive or they want North Haven or they're wanting these guys that Challenging that look areas. like great deals yeah. on a spreadsheet, on a spreadsheet. But like when we have to manage it and all that stuff, I was telling somebody the other day, like if you want to come here and live here and manage it, cause he was in California, then you can probably make some of these houses work. Right. But with the turnover and, and finding tenants that match the credit and all that stuff, it's just it's fool's tough. gold. That's right. That's what I call it. I love your last note before we go. Yeah. Could not have negotiated the fifth C without executing on the other four. Mm. So you're unable to get the conditions you yeah, want. You can't walk in and talk right. about what conditions you want if you don't have the first four That's of these right. in, in order. Yeah. You can't talk about the interest rate. Amber that you don't have any, you don't have any pull. None. So, but if you have a track record, I can't tell you to your point. I love you that you brought that up. Yeah. How many times like, you know, and you want to win, win. So there's bankers that they know that I'm not going to say, well, you gave me a term sheet and it's 5%. I'm going to give it to three other banks and see if they beat it. Yeah. No, I'm just going to make a call to him and be like, Hey, other banks are out here doing around this. Can you just get a little bit closer? Yeah. That's all I'm, I'm not going to ask them to match it. Yeah. I'm just like, can you do it in a little closer, a little closer. That's all I'm asking. And or, if you have the first season place, it gives you the leverage, the leverage. and, the, and right. the negotiating power to do the that. relationship, the trust, Yeah, all that it comes into play. So I, you know, as we're wrapping up the show, I can't, you know, this is probably my most, when I was reading it last night, I was like, I'm so passionate about this because yeah. If it weren't for the local banks, we never would have gotten, you know, accomplished what we've been able to accomplish. No. So. And if any investors listening to this right now, this doesn't just apply to Memphis. I mean, like this no. is this is something that this is universal. You, this is universal. You need to have this no matter what market you're investing right. in, especially here, though, because of mm-hmm. we are so attractive to to outside investors yep. and they come in. And if you can display these first four C's, yep. um, I, I think you'll have a chance on this fifth C to, to maybe get you some uh, better deal or, or whatever. The, the biggest it, thing is to buy it right. And I would say, as we're talking through that, like, and we, again, I think we should talk about being becoming bankable just overall. But like, you know, if banks email me, I email them back within seconds. If they need a report for the regulators, it's there within an hour. You know what I mean? Like, is that just, a what is that a trait? I do the same thing, man. It's if just, I get an email from my bankers, I can't. You drop everything, I, and immediately that's your pipeline. You're immediately. You know, reply. Douglas used to call him, you know, your uh, senior your senior partner. Yeah, because truly they're your partner. Like if you default, it's going to them. Yes. So without their support and without their their buy in, you're not going to make it. Yeah. So I think that's 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 key. So I, I'm with you. I mean, I sent everybody. This is my first year. Did I loved that I was able to do this? January first, I think it was a holiday weekend. Yeah. January second, I sent every banker I dealt with my financial statement and my updated rent roll signed voluntarily. You sent it. Yeah, because they all going to ask for it throughout the year when the regulators come or when their file is <laughs> updating. 
And I'll just say, man, you already got it. a bad idea. I'll start doing that. Just because who else did that? See what I'm saying? That's a great point. Who else did that? Maybe a handful. Maybe. 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 I don't know. I just had this idea and I was like, I'm going to do this. And so I literally sat down for 15 minutes. Updated everything. Updated everything. Had my wife sign it. I signed it. PDF. And sent it, you know, copy and paste the statement and send it to the the statement of what I, hey, yeah. Hope you had a new, you know, happy new year. Here's my. I know you're gonna want it. You want it. You want it. I'm just gonna let you. That's go an experienced investor. And you know, on the other end, the banker gets that. They they're like, oh, oh that's wow. But okay. it's on the back of their mind. Yeah. That, you know, I, I can't tell you how many times that's been said to us as far as like, mm. y'all got y'all stuff together. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in hilarious. fact, the banker we're going to meet with right now, he uh, he uses the spreadsheet that we use to track our rent, our rent roll spreadsheet. He used he made he made every other client in the bank use it because the one that you sent in, mm-hmm. yeah. But it's just all this. It's nothing like it's rocket science. It's just it's facts. It's what it's you facts. Have. The LLC, the beds, the bass, the address, the you know the assessor value, the rent amount, annualized, the insurance, taxes. You know what I mean? And there you all have right it. there, and you can calculate it super quick as an Excel and just roll it. So. Hey, man, appreciate it today. Yes, good show. Five C's of credit, guys. Appreciate you tuning in. Listen, if you have any questions, dean at crestcore.com, dan at crestcore.com. You can also go to the website, www.crestcorerealty.com. Uh, let us know if you have any questions. We're going to be here. If, uh, we're going to start doing this, I think, three out of four. So yeah. uh, we'll see you next week. Appreciate yeah. you guys.